0: Well, hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. It is so good to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my goodness. We are nearing the end of the year. Can you believe it? It feels, my mind is still kind of blown that December is here and that we are kind of wrapping up the year. We have had so many new people joining us inside the Next Level Club, which has been really exciting, really cool. We've got epic plans for 2023 with our clients with our students inside of my marketing playbook as well and for this podcast oh my gosh we've got some great things in store so just you wait we've got 2023 is just going to be it's just going to be the year The best year, I reckon. Uh, This episode today is a quick win episode and we're going to be diving into how to create, I like to call it a heck yes proposal. And it's a proposal that people say yes to. A proposal that is an extension of your sales process that converts like crazy. So if you send proposals in your business, you're going to love this episode. It's super practical, super helpful. I encourage you to take notes. And if you want to watch the video version, It's also over on YouTube as well. So just search for Lala Social Club or Laura Higgins and you will find us. Okay, let's dive into this quick win episode where we give you rapid fire business tips that you can implement quick, smart. We've all put off sending a proposal to our dream prospect. And for many of us as creatives, we have a great sales conversation. We're like, great, great, great. This client's ready to go. It's going to be awesome. And then at the end of the phone call, we say, I'll send it all over in a proposal. And then in our mind, we're like, wait, what am I supposed to say in my proposal? How do I format it? Like, what do I need to include? What don't I include? How do I even structure it? What do I do? And then we procrastinate it, we put it off, we kind of keep coming up with excuses. And what I have found is for a lot of us, if you send a proposal to a client, what I'm gonna teach you today will help you to either fully revamp your proposal or to simply refine your proposal and make it convert better. The framework that I'm walking you through is that step-by-step process of how we have created a proposal that has sold over six figures worth of sales from one document. We haven't had to reinvent this every single time a client inquires. We have one proposal to rule them all. And I'm going to show you this exact process so you can transform your proposal into a client getting machine. I hope that you're ready. I'm really excited. Now, one of my favorite marketing books is called Building A story brand and it's kind of based on the idea that we as humans like for all of history the way we have understood information the way that we've communicated has always been through story and so when we approach your proposal we want to do the same thing so when it came time for us to create a proposal that didn't just like wasn't just a pricing guide that we sent off and we kind of were like whoa I don't know if that's right let's hope for the best When we actually decided, okay, we need to really work on our proposal, I actually applied the story brand framework to create this proposal. So I highly recommend you read Building a Story Brand. If you are into marketing, you're going to love it. Actually, if you run a business, I think it's such an essential read. So highly recommend that. But what we did was we realized, okay, We actually need to understand the problems of our customer better than anyone else. And our proposal needs to address these things. So it needs to actually follow the structure of a story. And if we can do that, we get people out of this logical headspace of making rational decisions based on money, based on what's being delivered, based on information. And whilst that's really important, we actually, when we speak through story, we can actually get people to make decisions from their heart and it becomes more emotive that way. And that's how we process information best. So if you can employ storytelling, in your proposals, in your marketing, in your sales, but importantly in your proposals, you are gonna get a better result because you're gonna to speak to people's hearts instead of speaking to people's heads. It's really, really powerful if you can get this right. Now the framework I'm gonna walk you through, it's really based on story. So you're gonna love it, it's gonna help you a bunch. Now. Why do I think most people get their proposal wrong, especially as service providers? Because the proposal is actually a continuation of the sales conversation. What I think happens is you've got your offer, you've got a sales process and you're working on getting leads, but the missing link for creatives is the proposal. You market like a champ, you have a great sales conversation, only to end up hearing crickets. Let me know, like, if this sounds like you, the client ghosts you or maybe they come up with a lame excuse for why now isn't the right time, even though on the sales call, they were like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm in. This process happens all too often. I speak with so many creative service providers who were like, I don't know what happened. They just ghosted me and they left wondering, where did I go wrong? What did I do? Where where was the disconnect in this process? And more often than not, we underestimate the power of the proposal. We think just because we've had a sales conversation where they've been keen that we don't need to follow it up with a really awesome proposal. And we do. (laughs) We definitely need to do that. There are two key ways that people go wrong in their proposal. And this might sound like you. The first way, I think, is seriously underselling your services. Most proposals that I see end up being quotes or pricing documents in disguise, when actually a proposal is your opportunity to show your prospect that you understand their problem, you empathize with them, and you have a clear plan to help them get their dream result, in, like, if your customer story is Cinderella, you are the fairy godmother going, Hey, sister, you need a ride? I'll like sort out this pumpkin and I'll turn it into a like a wonderful, I don't know, what was it? A carriage. That's what you're doing. You are helping them, you're guiding them to their dream result. You're not the hero, you're the guide, which is what building a story brand is all about. So, your proposal should not undersell what you do. You cannot underestimate the power of your proposal and you cannot assume people know how you're going to help them. So that's number one, underselling. Number two, it's like the other end of the spectrum, is overwhelming our client with information. Now, remember what I was saying earlier about wanting to speak to our clients' hearts, not their heads. So when we go into information overload, we're actually overwhelming them and i don't know about you but when i'm overwhelmed i don't take action when i feel overwhelmed with information i kind of go i don't know what i'm doing i feel like i've got too much info and i don't know what's the right next step and if i don't have a clear plan i'm not going to take action with you now i don't know if you ever go to a restaurant and you're like looking at the menu and there are so many options and you are like what am i doing what is going on i don't know what i want I don't know if you've ever felt like that. My husband and I, we went on our honeymoon. We kind of stumbled on this pasta bar. It was in Hobart in Tasmania and it was called Sunny. And if you've never been to Sunny, highly recommend. It's amazing. We walk into this tiny little hole in the wall. It only seats about like eight, eight, maybe 12 people. And we were like, great, this looks good. Let's let's give it a go. We walk in and... Like they don't hand us a menu. They just pointed us to the chalkboard on the wall and they were like, great, there's your options. Gave us a wine list and we were like, we like this place already. On the menu, there were two pastas, nothing else. There weren't any entrees. There weren't any side dishes. There were literally two pasta options. And Nathan and I were like, great. Like Nathan loves pasta. It's like his favorite food. So he was like, awesome. I, honestly, I think he wanted one of each. So it minimized the amount of decisions we had to make. We were like, great, we can have this or this. There was no stress about the decision because it was, there were only two options. And I think sometimes as creatives, we can think, I need to give everyone the a la carte, the whole offering. They should have an entree. They should have a main. They should have like two different types of dessert and then a cheese board at the end. Like we think they need all the things when actually they want simple. They just want you to go, hey, these are your two options. This one sounds like it's gonna be the best fit for you based on what you need, but we've also got this one too. And even when it comes to payment, hey, we've got two options. You can pay in full, you save a little bit, or there's a payment plan, you choose. We actually wanna minimize the amount of decisions people have to make. I don't know about you, but I've only got a certain amount of decisions I can make in a day. We are busy. Your clients, your dream clients are busy as well. So it's really important that we minimize the amount of options. We make it easy for them to take the next step. Do not overwhelm them with info. You want to give them one simple step for them to take if they want what you're offering. We want to make it easy for people to say yes. So let's go into the seven key elements of a client winning proposal. Number one is pain. What we want to do, remember how we were talking about story. A good story has a complication, right? A good story has a bit like you're entered into this narrative where it's like, oh, you know, there's an antagonist, there's an enemy, and there's a hero of the story, right? It's the same with your proposal. We need to speak to the pain. We need to identify and empathize with their current problem. Number two is solution. What we want to do once we've unpacked, okay, this is what you said your problems are. This is what you've said your pain points are. This is our solution for you. So remember, Cinderella, there's a pumpkin. She's running late. She wants to go to the ball and her like family were like, no, you can't come. And so the fairy godmother comes in and was like, "Mm, okay, this is my solution for you. We actually need to say, you've got these problems, that you've got these challenges, here's my solution for you. Number three is plan. Then from there, once we've gone, hey, cool, this is my solution, this is my offer. Then we actually want to share a really simple step-by-step process. Do not share your whole, like, all what happens internally. Like, don't be like, and then we know we send you this contract and then we send you this and then our admin team gets in contact and talks to you about this. And then do not overwhelm them keep it three to five steps max. We just wanna actually make it easy for them to see. okay, cool, if I wanna go with this solution, here are the three steps of how it would work. We really wanna make sure that they have clarity on the process without overwhelming them with all the info, right? Number four is price. So this is where we actually wanna let them know, hey, like this solution isn't free. (laughs) There's actually, it's gonna cost you something. What I love doing when it comes to price, as I said earlier, I love to give people a pay in full option and give them like if they pay in full, they save a little bit of money because it's great for your cash flow. It just means there's less admin following up payment plans and all that stuff. Give them that option. And you'd be surprised at how many people actually want to pay in full and save. So don't assume people won't want to pay in full. And then you want to give them a payment plan. If that works for you, give them, hey, this is the installments. This is how it will look. Don't kind of make it like, you know, this is the pricing and then we'll figure it out. Like, you know, maybe we'll charge you weekly or maybe it's fortnightly or monthly. We just want to be like, hey, pay in full or it's monthly and here's what it looks like. And if you want to kind of ramp this up and take it to the next level, what you can do is in the pricing section of your proposal, make it clickable to go to a checkout page where they can pay online. Because remember, where they're in this story, they're going through this this kind of narrative, this arc, right, where they're starting with the pain. They're like, really like, yeah, I really, I really need to solve this now. Then we're presenting the solution. Then we're actually saying, hey, this is our plan for you. It's going to be awesome. Then when we get to price, we want to make sure that it's easy for them to buy and commit and take action in the moment. So make sure if it's possible for you. Have a checkout page. You can set this up in Stripe. It's so easy. But if you want to get them to commit, don't make it like, oh, okay, then I'll send you an invoice and then we'll follow up and we'll do all that. If you can get some money straight up, that's always going to be better because you've got them committing and where people's money goes, that's where they go, right? So make sure if you can add in a checkout link, because it just is gonna save you time, it's gonna save you admin, it's gonna help you to get them committed, because until someone pays, they're not committed. So even when people come to me and they're like, I just landed this client, I'll be like, great, has the money come into your account yet? Has their like, checkout notification come onto your phone yet? If not, they're not in. So we need to make sure we get them to commit by paying, okay? Number five is proof. So now what we want to do, once we've presented price, then we actually want to make sure that, you know, because when it comes to price, we want to make sure that people know, okay, this is the price, this is the solution, I kind of get it. But have you helped anyone else like me? That's where we want to have proof. We want to have case studies. We want to have results. We want to have testimonials from past clients. So it's really important that we actually demonstrate authority through proof. So make sure that you're gathering testimonials. Make sure that you are being really strategic with how you actually gather the results of your past clients and make sure that you share them in your marketing and in your proposals. It's so, so important. And what you'll find about each of these seven key elements is that if you miss one of them, it just doesn't work. You need all of them, they're all essential. So proof is really, really important. Number six is action. This is when you've got to confidently ask them to take the next step. So buy now, sign up, get started, whatever that next step is, we wanna make sure it's really clear, it's really simple for them to get started. And the final step, is the cover letter. Now this is something different that I don't think many people do, but it really levels up your proposal. And this is the only part of your proposal that I would recommend you personalize, aside from pricing, if you need to do custom pricing. But essentially all your cover letter is, it's a summary of the entire proposal in one page. That's why it's the seventh step. So all we want to do is we want to address the pain. We want to speak to, okay, well, this is our solution. These are the simple steps to get started. This is why we're the right fit for you. And here's the next step. So all we're doing is we're summarizing everything from the proposal into a one page that sits at the top of your proposal. As I've said, you only need to personalize this part of your proposal. The rest of your proposal can stay the same so you can rinse and repeat it every single time. Now this seven step framework, its I love it so much because it means that you don't procrastinate. It also means that when someone inquires, there's no resistance from you because you're like, great, all I need to do is do the cover letter and maybe some custom pricing depending on what your service is and then I just need to send it off it's not creating something from scratch every single time because what happens is if if there's resistance in our sales process from us it means that we don't put ourselves out there as much so if we can remove some of that resistance remove any of that part of the process that you procrastinate you sabotage you kind of go oh i don't know what i'm doing if we can minimize that it means that you're far more likely to convert your dream clients so i want to encourage you do this work do it well do it once and you're going to see some incredible results now If you need a little more help from us, if you are like, okay, I'm ready to create my proposal, but I don't know where to start. We've put together a checklist. It is so simple for you to follow. All you need to do is click the link below and we'll send it straight over to you so you can create your client getting proposal. Alrighty, click the link below. I'll see you soon. Well, I hope that you found that super helpful and practical for your business. I want to remind you, don't just binge these episodes and learn the things without actually taking action. It's all well and good to have all the ideas in your head, but you need to get them out on paper. You need to take action. And I want to encourage you, what is one thing you can take away from this episode? There's strategies that I'm sharing with you that you can implement today, even if it's one thing, even if you can make your proposal 1% better, what does that look like? Okay, I love your work. I'll see you back here, same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, have fun, enjoy your Christmas parties and uh, go get them.